Hello everyone and welcome back to Acting Without the Drama, where we keep the drama on the stage and in front of the camera and out of our personal lives. I am your host, Ben Hopkin, and today we are going to be talking about back vowels. So the last couple of weeks we talked about the front vowels and we made the distinction that the front vowels are in the front of our mouth because the back of our tongue is lifted and so it feels like those sounds are made, and actually they are made, there in the front part of our mouth. So now as we move towards the back vowels, the exact opposite is going to be true. We are going to move into the back part of our mouth. We are going to lower the back of our tongue so that it's a little closer to flat there in the back. And these back vowels, the one of the main challenges of these is to get them really open on the inside. We have a tendency as Americans to kind of flatten those vowels out a little bit. And so we're going to do what we can to make sure that we're not doing that. So again, just to make sure that we're being very clear about this, want to take a minute and just sort of go back and forth between the first of the front vowels and the first of the back vowels so that we can really feel the difference between what's in the front of our mouth and what's in the back of our mouth. If you'll remember, the first of the front vowels that we went over was the sound E. E. Now this is a front vowel. It's also the most closed of the front vowels. It's the one right at the top of the chart on the left-hand side. E. And then we move to the most closed of the back vowels, which is made, the symbol is the lowercase u. And I'll give you the website for the chart again here in just a second. But the symbol for it is the lowercase u, and the sound is oo. So just take a second and go back and forth between those. E, now when we make that sound, we can feel the back of our tongue lift. And when we say oo, you can feel the back of your tongue lower so that it's much more open on the inside. And that's the main thing about that vowel sound is really getting it nice and open. Oo. Okay, so now that we, again, have gone over the difference between front vowels and back vowels, let's take some time and go through these back vowels. Before I do that, let me go ahead and give you the website again so that you can look at the chart if you would like to. So the website is http colon forward slash forward slash web dot uvic dot ca forward slash ling forward slash resources, forward slash IPA, forward slash charts, forward slash capital IPA, lowercase lab, forward slash capital IPA, lowercase lab, dot htm. So looking at the chart again, if you are looking at the chart, this will be the vowel sound that is on the top of the chart on the far right. And again, it's the lowercase u, and the sound is oo. Really open up the back part of your mouth so that that tongue is really flat in the back and that there's really space there. We're creating space on the inside of our mouth. Oo. And we want to bring our lips into a really tight O because, again, this is the most closed of the back vowels. Oo. Oo. And a couple of words that go along with this sound. Boot. Pool. Rude. Oo. 
Okay, so the next sound. Now this sound is down a little bit and a little bit to the left, which means that it's actually closer to the center of our mouth than the last vowel sound was, which means that the tongue is going to lift just a little bit in the back, not nearly as much as it did for the front vowels. The tongue's going to lift a little bit in the back, and this is a little less closed than the oo sound. So the next symbol, if you're looking at the chart, it's the one that looks like a combination of an uppercase U and a horseshoe. So the horseshoe symbol is the next symbol, and the sound is uh. Uh. So the mouth is a little less closed. It's not a tight circle now. We're just bringing in the corners of our mouth in the same way that we did with the E sound that we dealt with before. We're just tucking in those corners of our mouth. Uh. Uh. And this is the sound in book and woman and pull. Uh. Now the next sound down from there is again one of these sounds that we don't use on its own. As a pure vowel, we don't use it in standard American speech. We use it in connection with another vowel sound to create a diphthong. And we will be talking about the diphthongs probably in the next podcast. So the next sound is, the symbol for it is the letter O, and the sound is O, O. And again, we know that this is a pure vowel because it doesn't shift in our mouth at all. It doesn't change. The shape is constant in our mouth. And this is actually a sound that you get in the Irish dialect. You get it in the Swedish dialect. You also hear that sound in Minnesota and in the Dakotas. It's that uh, sort of Fargo sound that we're used to. Minnesota, yeah, that sound. That is the O sound. The reason that you hear it there in the Midwest so much is because there's a huge population. Uh, there's a huge group of people that came over from Sweden. And that's where that sound comes from. And that's why we make that sound, which I, for me, it's really interesting to just sort of track back why it is that we make the sounds that we do. But that is where that sound comes from. And it is O. Now, right down from there on the chart, if we go down a little bit further, you're actually going to see... Now, all of these vowels are paired up, but at this point, we've only gone down sort of the right-hand side in terms of these back vowels. Now, this is the first one that is paired up where we need to deal with both of these vowel sounds. They're right exactly in the same place in our mouth. We make them almost identically, except for the fact that one of them is rounded on the outside of our mouth. We round our lips. And the other one, we don't round our lips. The lips are relaxed. So we're going to get really specific about these two sounds. The first one is going to be the one that's on the right side of that pairing. If you're not looking at the chart, don't worry about that. The symbol is a backward C. And the sound is aw. So again, we're a little bit lower than the o sound that we just did. It's aw. And the mouth, the lips, are creating a really tight oval. And so we're not creating an O with our mouths like we did with the OO sound. We're creating a nice oval, so it's nice and open, but it is still a pretty tightly closed sound. 
And the sound again is aw. And the words that go along with this sound are all, talk, law, daughter. And you can hear that that's probably a little more resonant than what you're used to. When you make the sound properly, it's probably going to feel to you like you are sounding a little British. You're not. Don't worry about it. The British sound is actually much more closed. The sound that we usually get for standard British is daughter, daughter, and law, and lawyer. When we make it with this dialect, standard American, it is aw, lawyer, law, daughter. In opposition to what a lot of us use in general American speech, which is sort of street American, which is law, daughter, lawyer. And that's not nearly as pleasant to sound. So really get that open in the back of the mouth and really make that nice tight oval with your lips. Aw. Now moving just to the left of that one, if you're looking at the chart, you'll see a symbol that looks like an upside down V. I, I usually call it the carrot. And the sound for this one, again, it's right in the same place in your mouth. So we can go ahead and say aw and then just relax our lips. So the sound is ah, uh, mother, love, up, under, mug. Now, the difference between this sound that I've just made and the sound that we usually make is just that we need to open it up a little bit more in the back of our mouths. We have a tendency to sort of push this vowel towards the center of our mouth by lifting the back of our tongue a little bit. We just get lazy with it. And we sort of make it uh, uh, and it's not uh, it's ah, uh, mother, love, up. And you can hear the difference if I, if I do it sort of more in the center of my mouth, mother, under, mug, love, and under, love, mother. It's much more resonant when you really get it back into the back of your mouth, really lower that tongue down. So that's those two vowels. The next one down, now again you're going to see a pair, but this time instead of the one on the right, we're doing the one that's on the left, because we're not rounding it, we're not shaping it at all with our lips. Whenever on the chart, and again this is for the people that are interested in the chart, that are looking at the chart, when you look at the two, there's a lot of pairs there on the chart of vowel sounds. Anytime you see a pairing of vowel sounds, the one on the left is not rounded, the one on the right is rounded. So that's the difference between those two sounds. So on this one, if you look at those two, the one on the left is just a lowercase a. It doesn't look like a typeset a. It looks just like you know when we were making lowercase a in kindergarten trying to learn how to write. It's just that a. And the sound is the sound that you make when you go to the doctor and the doctor tells you to, you know, he sticks the tongue depressor in your mouth and he says open up wide and say ah and that is the sound ah now this is the most open of all of the back vowels and it is also the one that's the furthest to the back so we really just need to open our mouths in the same way that we did if you remember on the front vowels when we made the sound for ah cat I told you that you needed to really open it up like so that you could shove three fingers in your mouth. And you want to do the same here. 
Ah, father, drama, not, frog, stop, watch. These are all the same sound, ah. Now we get a little confused sometimes when we have those words like not and frog because it's an O that's there. And so we don't think that it's the same sound. How could it possibly be the same sound as father? But it is exactly the same sound for standard American speech. And if you're interested, the sound, the symbol that's right next to the little lowercase a, that is the symbol for a British sound, a sound that we use in standard British, for that not sound. It's, uh, again, it's in the same place as the ah, but when you round your lips and you say ah, oh, not, watch, stop, that's the British sound. So just a little side note for you if you're interested. And with that, guys, we've actually gone through all of the back vowels that we need to learn for standard American speech. So just as a quick recap, I'm going to go through all of the sounds that we learned for the front vowels, and then I'm going to go through all of the ones that we learned for the back vowels, and just give you one word to go along with each one. So starting, again, up at the top of the chart on the left-hand side, with the lowercase i, e, beat. The next one, if you go down the chart and a little over to the right, is the capital I, which is i, bit. Going back over to the left and down a little bit further is the sound, it's the lowercase e, and the sound is e. That only is used in a diphthong for standard American speech, so we don't use it by itself. The next one down is the backwards three. Eh. Bet. Going down one more. It's the sort of Italian A, the A-E symbol. Ah. Bat. And then finally, the sort of typeset A, which is ah which, again, we don't use by itself in standard American speech. We use it in connection with the diphthong, but it's the one that we use for Irish when we're saying father, father, ah. Moving to the back vowels, going back up to the top of the chart. The first symbol is the lowercase u, oo, boot. The next one down and over to the left is the little horseshoe shape, uh, book. Going back over to the right and down a little bit is the O symbol, the lowercase o. O is the sound, and we don't use it by itself. It's used in connection with the diphthong. The next ones down are the backward C, aw, bought, and the upside down V, uh but going down to the next pair on the left hand side is the lowercase a which is ah father and not and that my friends completes the front vowels and the back vowels in the next podcast we're going to be talking about the central vowels which i'm going to tell you right now they are a little confusing so we're going to spend some time with them even though there's only just a few of them just like two or three that we really need to deal with, they are confusing, and so we want to make sure that we're really getting specific about 
what those sounds are and what they mean. And then if we have time, depending on how we do with the central vowels, we will then move on to talk about diphthongs. And at that point, we will be completely done with all of the vowel sounds for standard American speech. And then we will move on to the consonants. Thank you so much for joining me again. And once more, go out there and act. Thank you for listening to my podcast, Acting Without the Drama. For more information and to follow my blog on acting, please go to www.actingwithoutthedrama.com. To contact me with questions or ideas, please email me at actingwithoutthedrama at gmail.com.